love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, people may not know i i work from home um and and while i'm at work i keep like reality shows on in in the background because it's something that i can like jump in and out of while i'm working Mm -hmm. so recently i have had this recurring dream where there is a podcast reality show competition and you and i are judges on it and it's it's you and i and RuPaul and Duchess Megan. Like that's that's the panel of judges. What? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but it's become like this stupid reoccurring dream where like each night it's a different episode of the show. And in every dream, you and I make somebody cry. Oh, that that tracks that tracks. I've been known to make a person cry here and there. <laughs> Welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop, culture that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. We are here another week. And happy Thanksgiving week. Yes. Enjoy the, hopefully you get to enjoy time with your loved ones, family or chosen family, you know, biological or chosen, whatever that family may look like. We hope you guys are enjoying this coming week. Ooh, I love Thanksgiving week. I do too. I am I'm traveling on Tuesday night. I leave. I'm going to be nosy. Where are you going? I am spending American Thanksgiving with my non-American in-laws. <gasps> Ooh, do they usually celebrate Thanksgiving? This is like a first for them? Oh. Yeah, 
Yeah, they've 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 bought all the they've done all the research into American Thanksgiving and and they've bought all the things. Um, so when I get there, we'll we'll see. Oh, exciting! Ooh, the in-laws, it's it's that season. Myron is coming to town for Thanksgiving, and he is going to meet most of the crew. Um, yeah, poor Myron. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're going to be perfectly lovely, but you know, it's it's hard not to love Myron. Like, come on. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. So I'm not worried. <laughs> but it's exciting. I'm I'm excited to spend time with family. So let's have a great fun episode to kick off the week. Um, I, I kind of want to get the not so great happy stories. Just like let's get them out of the way. Yes. I like I like that we did that last week. It 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 felt good. Felt better to just, yeah. So um sad news. Jay Leno had a pretty gnarly fucking accident in his garage. One of his cars like exploded or something. And he was hospital. He's hospitalized with some pretty bad burns on his face, like hands. Sending thoughts to Jay Leno and and his family for, for what is definitely not going to be an easy holiday season. Um, and also on the another another not great uh, story, Chris Chris Hemsworth, who most people know as Marvel's Cinematic Universe's Thor, uh, he is taking a break from acting. He recently learned uh, that he has a very rare gene that predisposes you to um, Alzheimer's. Yeah, and it, it, you know it's not a it's not a guarantee that you're going to get it. But people with that gene, and he's a carrier on both sides, mom and dad, um, they're eight to 10 times more likely to develop that. And so, you know, he's not quitting acting or anything like that, but he's going to, he said he's going to be a lot more thoughtful about how much time he spends on it and how, you know, which roles he's going to take, because, you know, that's a scary thing to, to think about. Um, you know, my, my grandfather had Alzheimer's and deteriorated very quickly. And it's just so sad to see a person's mind, you know, just start to like turn on them like that. So hopefully he never gets it. I'm not sure what could be done, honestly, to prevent it from happening, but you know, he's, he's wealthy, he's got access. So hopefully that, you know, there will be things that he'll be able to do to, to kind of, if it happens or at least start taking some like preventative steps i know that you know there's not there's not a lot that can be done but you know there are there are small things that you can do to you know kind of keep it at bay if you will yeah and not stressing out and you know doing too much is is probably a good start so Good thoughts to him and to Jay Leno in the hospital. Hopefully he recovers soon. And, you know, on to some more happy news. Ooh, I finally saw Wakanda Forever. Oh, my goodness. It was absolute perfection. And it absolutely deserves to be 
uh, doing the numbers that it's doing. It was the biggest November opening ever in history. Amazing. I mean, ooh, I, I want to go see it again. <laughs> I want to go see it again in the movies, in the theater. I want to go see it again. It was fantastic. And I mean, we 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 literally said in a previous episode that everyone is going to see this film and everyone is going to see this film. I mean, also, though, on that topic, I don't want to give spoilers, obviously, so we're not going to talk about the movie or anything that happens in the movie. But can we please talk about Shuri's fits? She fucking ate. <laughs> That entire movie, I am. I oh my god, listen, Letitia, right? She, there's stuff about her, the person, the actress that I have not enjoyed in the last you know year or so. But goddamn, she did such a fucking phenomenal job with this role that I like. I, I kind of at this moment don't really give a fuck. I'm gonna be honest, I'm like, I don't even care right now. Because she was so good in the movie, but also, like, whoever fucking styled her in that movie did a phenomenal job. Because every outfit she wore was fucking popping. Shout out to uh, Ruth Carter, who is the was the costume designer on uh, the first Black Panther. She is the costume designer on Wakanda Forever. Just, you know... Sh- Shuri is is a standout in in the costume department uh, for this film, um, but just across the board, it's it's impeccable. Every like even people in the back back background. Oh yeah, like Shuri's best outfits were her street outfits. Like when she went to the U.S., that's all I'm gonna say. Her outfit. Oh my god. Yo, head to toe, the hair, the outfit, the accessories. I was like, damn, damn, just, but you're right. Everybody's costumes were phenomenal. All the characters were, yeah, impeccable. Please, if you have not already seen it, go see it. And if you have seen it, go see it again. <laughs> like, I'm going to definitely see it again. When Myron gets here, we're definitely going to go see it again. Um, so while while we are in kind of the realm of the MCU, uh, there is and this this isn't really a big story. And this is only really something that um, if you are like us holding on to the last few threads of Twitter that are left, um, you will know about it as as we all know. Chris Evans was recently announced as uh, People's Sexiest Man of the Year, deservedly. Um, every everybody loves Christopher Robert Jamal Evans the Third Esquire. He is so fucking hot! Oh my god! Ooh, ooh! I'm getting hot over here. <laughs> um, and it has it has recently uh, come to light that um, he is he is dating an actress. Uh, some 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 white girl I'm not familiar with. <laughs> Insert who's right now. Boo.
So, you know, he not a lot of people knew. Apparently, they have been together for about a year. Um, there, there was a letter that the Chris Evans fandom, the, you know, Christopher Jamal Hive, as it were, um, have penned a letter and they were dropping it in his comments in in the comments of people magazine stating how they were hurt and offended that he did not share that piece of information with them Th that uh, more specifically they felt lied to that was so fucking weird somebody needs to warn him and call the fbi because this this is some weird shit what the hell first of all who knows who runs that account right who wrote the letter so how many people is this coming from is this a dude who is like in his grandmother's basement like He's got his walls like plastered with like red string and pictures. How dare he lie to us? They felt betrayed and all that. I was like, bro, he doesn't owe you shit. You don't know him. He doesn't know you. He doesn't fucking care. Mr. Anonymous uh, Twitter account holder, Chris Evans fandom the fuck was that i bringing it kind of kind of home a little bit um you know you i mean we all do we we love megan the stallion and you know when she got engaged we were absolutely thrilled yeah i was also you know a little depressed but she didn't owe me shit. I don't feel betrayed. And I'm not going to write her a fucking letter. Like, how dare you? How dare you, Megan? <laughs> Person who I've never met. How dare you get engaged without my approval and writing? Yeah. Or without telling us first. Like, you know, and it would be like, you know, I love Sean Mendez. If Sean Mendez got in a relationship tomorrow, it'd be like, you know what, whatever. That's his life whatever um you know i and for the record i disliked camilla cabello before they started dating um i dislike her on principle <laughs> um and that principle is a lack of talent uh <laughs> <laughs> but you know this you know, this is this is further proof that, you know, the whole like fandom stan culture is incredibly toxic. And, you know, clearly some people have become so embroiled in it that they have lost touch with reality. Yeah, that shit is delusional and, and kind of scary, okay? I, I don't know. You stay away from my Chris Evans, you psychopath. We'll fight you. You run up on Chris and his little white girlfriend, and we're going to have a problem. Yes. Yes, indeed. We we will come for you. Um, Just like Taylor Swift is trying to come for Ticketmaster. Because she is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yo, have you seen 
the ticket prices for her concerts. Like $12,000. Uh $12,000? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. Mm-mm. I mean, Ticketmaster dropped the ball on this one. Like, like absolutely, like Ticketmaster fumbled what could have been just absolutely a colossal bag for them. Um, you know, the way the way it was set up was there was supposed to be like this limited early release for like certified Swifties, which I guess is like the fan club or whatever. Um, but Ticketmaster didn't anticipate the actual size of the fan club. Like they were only going to release like 3,500 tickets. And then when they opened this pre-sale, like 14 million people got online. Yeah. Like the, at one point, you know, when the story first broke, I got on the Ticketmaster website just to see. And the wait time was 19 days. What? I no, I'm so, I'm sorry. Listen, listen. I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. I don't particularly. I mean, I'm not a fan. I don't. I, there's nothing wrong with her. I, you know, I'm not talking shit about her at all. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. So I could not fathom ever doing that for one of her concerts, but even somebody that I'm a super fan of, I don't think I would be able to a wait on a 19 day virtual line to then b purchase that ticket for eight to twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, even if I was mega rich, I could not in my head be okay with that. So now, um, apparently, because all hell has broken loose, they Ticketmaster has completely shut down all sales of Taylor Swift concert tickets for this era's tour. So, like, if you've got them, great. Nobody else can fucking get them now. That's crazy. And then, you know, what's going to happen is people are, the resale pr- price is going to be ridiculous. Ay, 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 what a mess. It's it's become such an issue that now the United States Congress is getting involved because it's calling into question um, because Ticketmaster and Live Nation, two of really the biggest um event ticket sales platforms merged a couple of years ago and it's all ticketmaster now so ticketmaster is like this this giant and monopoly really right that thank you that was the that was the word big monopoly ooh what a mess well Listen, all I know is that shit better not happen when it's time to buy Rihanna tickets or Beyonce tickets. I will I will fight somebody, okay? I'm going to save all my extra overtime pennies 
for those, but I am not spending no $12,000 as much as I love them. I'm not doing it. That shit is crazy. So, um, more music news. Um, the, the Latin Grammys were the other night. If, if this is kind of, kind of a precursor to what will happen in, um, you know, the, the regular Grammys, I guess, is what, the, the non, the, the non-Latin Grammys, um, Bad Bunny had a fantastic night, was a big winner. Uh, we, we talked a few episodes ago that we thought that he would, um, he would have a great night at, at the non-Latin Grammys. And he, coincidentally enough, is uh, the first, has the first Spanish language, language, words are fucking escaping me tonight, uh, has the first Spanish language album nominated for album of the year at the unseasoned Grammys. I'm so excited. I listen. I love fucking love Bad Bunny. Absolutely loved this album. Um, I think honestly, I really did do think it was one of the best albums of the year. There's only one other album in my head that could contend with Bad Bunny's album, and that's Beyonce's Renaissance. Um also nominated for an album of the year. Um, several of them, right? So I I don't think, um, I don't, well, I don't know. Y- you never know. I have a feeling that Beyonce's album is going to win album of the year. But just the fact that he was nominated for a fully Spanish language album in the main quote-unquote main category of album of the year i think it's it's amazing it's huge i'm super proud of him like as if i knew him (laughs) um yeah and i think he he, very well deserved so i i'm excited i'm excited um well also for album of the year since we're talking about the grammys abba had an album like what the fuck where was i this year abba adele adele's album 30 um bad bunny like we said beyonce's renaissance mary j blige uh, brandy carlisle coldplay (laughs) yeah kendrick lamar lizzo i mean harry styles like so that is a very crowded field but I honestly think it's going to be Beyonce's night. I really do. My my money in in album of the year, and I I feel like um, what what we should do at some point is go through the nominees, and we should we should do our our lists, and we'll 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 do that eventually. Um, for for me. It's either Beyonce, Bad Bunny, or Lizzo for me. But you know what? You know how these Grammy voters love them some Adele. <laughs> they love them some soulful white lady singing. 
You know what I mean? So I wouldn't count that out either. I just, I think it's going to be Beyonce's night. I, I, I don't know. Um, she's nominated a whole bunch of times. <laughs> she is now tied with Jay-Z as the most nominated artist of all time at the Grammys. They both have um, 88 nominations apiece. Oh, I love that. Fuck me. Yo, his and hers, okay? Well, that is the fucking definition of a power fucking couple. And for the people who always be like clowning on Jay-Z, listen, I know he cheated on Beyonce and that shit was fucked up. But don't try to clown on him and be like Beyonce's husband. You know what I mean? Like, what does he do? Bitch, he was winning Grammys long before we was up here doing anything. So, yeah. Wow, that's so great. <laughs> I love that. That is couple goals. Couple goals, like, on another level. Woo. I'm I'm excited though for the Grammys this year. Um, you know, I, there was a lot of good music. So let's see who wins big. Speaking of winning, well, it's not really a, a game, but it is my favorite time of the episode. It's first equals time. I felt like, you know, after last week's quiz, this was the obvious choice for this week. Yeah, it was a great follow up. I was like, oh, Greg. So today we are taking Jane Austen wrote a strong heroine to match any personality. Here's who you're most like. So which Jane Austen strong heroine are you most like? Greg, what did you get? I will almost guarantee that you and I got the same answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. We did last week. Yeah. I got Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> Which tracks for me because she's my favorite uh, Jane Austen heroine. And Mr. Darcy, who was my, you know, literary soulmate from last week, he's my favorite Jane Austen male character. So there you go. I've got the set. I've got myself the set. And so do you, Greg. I will still fight you for Mr. Darcy. Yeah, I will. So what have you been watching, listening to, uh, reading this week? What? do you have for a recommendation? I am back on my anti-recommendation bullshit. Oh! Oh! The, we are recording this on uh, Saturday the 19th. Um, on Friday the 18th, yesterday for us, um, the sequel to Enchanted, um, the Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey film from Disney, uh, the, the sequel Disenchanted uh, came out. 
Oh, I forgot that came out. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. It is unnecessary. It is clunky. It, you know, it's another one of these Disney 10 years too late direct streaming sequels um, that really should have stayed in the drafts. It, you know, it would have made more sense as a novelization. Um, you know, would have made a fantastic book. But it just, everything was just so out of character, like across the board. And uh, mm, mm, I mean, you know, Yvette Nicole Brown is in it and uh she's fantastic Maya Rudolph is fantastic in it um but I mean that's that's about it oh boy I was kind of uh excited about that so damn Mm. I hate when they do shit like that though why are you gonna ruin a good thing because I loved Enchanted that was a dope ass movie really was it was a fantastic idea and this just it doesn't it doesn't work and the the idea that they tried to play with of bringing the fairy tale land into the real world worked better when it was done on uh, the first couple of seasons of that ABC show, Once Upon a Time. It was done successfully. This, it just, it missed the mark for me. Boy. Well, you heard it here first. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What you got? Uh, well, this week I am recommending another movie because as we all know, if you've been listening the past couple of weeks, I am in the holiday spirit, hardcore. I mean, listeners, I am recording here with my Christmas tree lit up behind me. Yep, that's right. I put my Christmas tree up today. I did. And I don't regret it. And while I was doing it, I was watching a holiday movie on Hallmark. And it was so terribly delicious that I must recommend it to you all. It's called Three Wise Men and a Baby. I love that. You know, I love I love a bit of 90s nostalgia. So yes. Yes, it three brothers experience an unexpected journey of self-discovery and healing when they are forced to work together to care for a baby throughout the holidays. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're going to just be catching me feeling merry as shit all fucking month long, people. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, I did catch uh, Falling for Christmas. And fucking loved it. Fucking loved every minute of it. Oh, Jack Wagner. I mean, I can't even. Um, Cord Overstreet from Glee. <laughs> I I loved it. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm all about the holiday uh, movies that are just 
so bad they're good. And it and it was it was it was saccharine sweet and you know just littered with cliches in the best possible way. And some funny like inside Mean Girls jokes, which I liked. So, yes, listeners, join me. Be merry. And if if you're a Scrooge, well, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Because until next time, I've been sipping some motherfucking cocoa underneath my Christmas tree. And until next time, I've been the strongly worded letter campaign that I will be writing to the Grammy voting board if Bad Bunny doesn't win album of the year. Uh, Yeah, I will sign that letter. And also, before we go... um. Since it is Thanksgiving week, uh, usually we drop an after-party episode on Thursday, but seeing as Thursday is a holiday, we are taking this week off. So we'll catch up with She-Hulk episode three um, the next Thursday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great time. Eat lots of great food. Um, Yeah, we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.